Let me greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We thank God for this morning. Um, and I see, uh, uh, as we said, more blessing sister Fungai and uh, Tony's uh, sister. Is it older sister? Older sister. Um, what's your name again? Sally. Yes. Um, Sunny or Sally? Okay. Um, Fungai and Sally, uh, welcome and uh, um, get to know them. And uh, um, all of you that I see, new face, no, no, no new faces after that. Um, we continue with our study on, 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 on chapter 6 of Matthew, uh, our study on prayer. And last week we were looking at the subject of submission in verse 10, chapter 6, verse 10, where um, our Lord says we should pray in this way. We should say to our Lord, uh, to, 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 to our Father, your kingdom come, your will be done as it is in heaven. And as we were going through that text, we uh, only looked at the first part, the um, 10a of, of the, the, the verse, your kingdom come. We went through um, the, the kingdom, what, what, what we mean when we pray to God, your kingdom come. And uh, we did not finish this passage. And, and so we had two points. The first one was about the kingdom, and secondly was about the sovereign will of the Lord. I want us to go to the second point now, looking at verse 10. Let me read again from verse 9 and then up until verse 10, and we continue into God's word and hear what this petition that we are to pray has to say to us and what the implications um, that we need to know are as we consider God's word for us this morning. Let us look at God's word starting from uh, chapter 6, Matthew, verse 9, and then I'll read up until verse 10. Our Lord says, let us hear him here. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. And there's that passage. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, our Lord and God, you are good. Your will for us is good. May we desire it. May we seek after it. Delight in it. Even as we are about to study from this passage, we pray that you draw our hearts to yourself. You use your word to be a balm, um, to be uh, a, a convicting word, a comforting word, correcting word. Help us as we draw near to you. Help me as well. Give me clarity of speech and clarity of thought as I declare your word. In Jesus' blessed name we pray. Amen. Now we, we looked at uh, the, the second petition last week and it has to do with uh, the kingdom. And the third petition here which, is, which has to do with the sovereign will of the Lord is a, is a continuation and application of the prayer about the kingdom. We, we pray for his kingdom to come so that in every way, by every person, in every situation, his will may be done on earth in the same way as it is done in heaven. We pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What we need to know um, as we look at this passage, what we need to know is that the Christian's greatest desire, 
must be to seek, to walk in, and to delight in the will of God. A Christian who is not concerned, first and foremost, with the will of God is a contradiction in terms. Right? It's a contradiction in terms. Because a Christian by nature must have a desire to see the will of God in and through them. You cannot say that you're a Christian and not delight in the will of God. Uh, consider for, uh, for a moment with me the testimony of Scripture on the Christian's relationship with the will of God. Right? Think about uh, Psalm 40 verse 8, anticipating the coming of the Messiah in his zeal for the Father's will, and on the other hand, being an example of the believer's attitude towards God's will. This is what Psalm 40, 40 verse 8 says. He says, I delight to do your will. Oh my God, your law is within my heart. I delight to do your will. Just even when I was thinking about that, even, even this morning as I was thinking about this, this uh, part where he says, I delight. Um, a lot of times we approach the, 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 the will of God with a fatalistic mindset, with a, with a begrudging uh, 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 um, mindset, right? We approach the, the will of God in, in such a way it feels like God is, 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 is breaking our wrist, right? It feels like that and we, are, we just give up and say, your will be done. We, we, we do not approach the will of God with a delight in our hearts, but we are begrudgingly doing so. We're saying, oh, you're in control. Just, just do whatever you want to do. We don't see what God does as good for us. Right? So we, we, we need to see God's will as his communication of goodness towards his people. In every way. We, we, we go through uh, uh, difficulties, right? We go through uh, uh, um, uh, trials and, and all these trials of every kind. And a lot of times we, 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 we see these trials as if God is frowning upon us. But what we need to see, we need to see ourselves as, 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 as gold that has rust and, and we are in the presence of God and he's molding us, right? He, he's removing all this dross on us. We are like gold in the hands of God, and we're going through the furnace. Not that this furnace is not a furnace that is destroying us, but it's a furnace that is refining us, right? And so we must respond to the will of God based on His character, based on His His attributes, right? His attributes of goodness. His, uh, his attributes of kindness, his attributes of grace, attribute of love. So we respond to the will of God in that way. And when we respond to the will of God in that way, we delight in the will of God. Right? Let's think about trials. The, the Puritans used to say this, that um, you read trials like you read Hebrew. You read them backwards, right? It is providence. We, we, when we are in trials, a lot of times we don't see the reason for those trials, right? Uh, and our default response is to do what we want to get out immediately. We, 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 we want to get out immediately. That's a default human experience, 
right that's why we must learn from our lord that even our lord himself in in in, in his humanity when he came to a point of of, of great trial and he he he, he was bleeding from uh, from his brow and 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 he was thinking about the will of god and he said let this cup pass from me that's the human default we want the cup to pass away from me but then again it doesn't just end there he says but your will be done that must be our attitude that must be our attitude we must um, delight in the will of god even in those difficult times so when we, we when we are in trial we read them backwards it, it, when we are in them immediately we don't see the reason why we are in them but then after a while we look back we see how god has shaped our character we see we see how god has molded us even through that we see how god has strengthened us right we continue to, to look at God's word here. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 13, Jesus calls those who do the will of God his brothers and sisters. In other words, it is the mark of true believers to delight in and to do the will of God. I think about Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, right? Uh, Jesus makes it clear that those who will enter the kingdom of God are those who do the Father's will. He said, not everyone will enter the, the kingdom of God. People who say, Lord, Lord, but do not do the will of God. It is those who, those who will enter are those who do the Father's will, who delight in it and who delight to do the, the will of the Father. And when we look at the epistles, we see James, the apostle, right, who also cautions Christians that we should not make future plans as if we were the ones who are in control of the future. But because we, we don't know what tomorrow will bring, where, where, when we make plans, he's not saying we should not make plans. When we do make plans, we make plans by saying, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. When we say, if the Lord wills, we are recognizing the sovereign control of God in all the affairs of life. So the Christian's relationship with the will of God is to delight in it first and, and to do it secondly. And that is why the Lord calls us to pray this prayer to the Father saying, your will be done as it is in heaven. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. At the heart of this prayer is a recognition that we live in a world that does not delight to do God's will. The, the, the whole bent of the world is to rebel against God. Peter Lewis explains that the world in, in this sense is a society constructed as, as, as to keep God out of its affairs. Right? The, 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 that's what the world wants, wants to do. It's a society that is determined and deliberate in its godlessness. Um, just think about what uh, the, 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 the law that New York passed um, in the past uh, days um, the, 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 on, on abortion. Apparently, um, you can have abortion up to, let's say you are pregnant and tomorrow you are due. And if you don't want to give birth, you can have abortion today. In the last trimester of your pregnancy, you can have an abortion. There's so many laws that um, 
people are trying to pass. The, the LGBT community, um, I, I hope you know what that means. It's, it's all these uh, 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 lesbian, uh, G, gay, uh, yes, and, 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 and so on and so forth. They are trying to pass a law to make pedophilia one of the, um, the normal um, um, practices of the LGBT community. Just, we, we live in a world that views the will of God as something to rebel against. The, 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 the whole world, when it looks at the will of God, it, it looks at something as if God is a cosmic killjoy, right? It feels like God does not want us to have fun, and so he, he prohibits us from doing these things. But as Christians, when we pray, we, we pray in the face of this deliberate attempt of the world's rebellion that God's kingdom come and his will be done just like it is in heaven. We, we want to see the, the, the reign of God encompassing or spreading throughout all the matters of life and the world that we live in. When we look at this passage here, we, we can divide the will of God into two areas for consideration. His eternal purposes that he is working out as he unfolds history and the specific ethical issues related to righteousness that we find clearly stated in the commands of the king. So in other words, to, to, to summarize that his purposes and his commands, right? Uh, first of all, look at his, his purposes. He says your will. Uh, the, the, the Greek has a sense in which um, he's talking about your purposes, your desires. He's saying your desires, your, your will, your purposes be done, right? He's praying about the purposes of God. And in praying for, for the Lord's will to be done, we are consciously, we, we, we are to consciously consider that it is the Lord that has set the boundaries of all the nations. And, and that he has established the events of history. And our praying for his will is to be done and is to bring our minds in line with loving and appreciating his will. When we pray before the Lord, we, we pray with hearts that say your will is good for us. And we, we respond in, in a love for it, in an appreciation for it. Think about the scene in in, in, in Revelation chapter 4 of the lamp taking the scroll that was sealed with seven seals that uh, from it says from the right hand of him who sat on the throne it, it reminds us that the Lord is carefully and completely unfolding his purposes among the nations we are not to be worried even in difficult times for we are reminded that our Lord reigns in the affairs of men right so first of all, we see that this, uh, when we pray your will be done, it has to do first and foremost with the purposes of the Lord, the purposes of the king. And secondly, it has to do with the, the king's commands, his commands. Uh, perhaps more prominent in this prayer is the kingdom citizen's desire to see the king obeyed. Right? We want to see him obeyed. Our hearts break when we look at the world and all that we see is rebelliousness. 
a heartbreak like the, the Apostle Paul when he, he in, 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 in Acts 17, he, he saw this land that, had, that was filled with these gods. People were, 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 were worshipping idols and his heart broke inside of him when he saw that. We, 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 we desire that the, the reason we share the gospel is that we want the nations to be glad in the Lord. We want the nations to bow before him, right? We want the nations to worship him. The, the, the reason we reach out in any corner that the Lord has given us to, to reach out to the people that we encounter is because our greatest desire is to see the Lord honored, is to see the world obeying the Lord, his will being done right that word done can also be uh, uh, translated prevail let your will prevail right lord we we praying for the lord to have his way it's, it's unlike uh, the the prayer concerning the lost kingdom here to come um th this prayer for his will is, is not that we're praying for his will to be done in the future. Uh, during that time in the future, there will be no need to give instructions about murder, about anger, adultery, lust, divorce, and revenge. For, for none of these things will be present, right? None of these things will be present in the consummation of all ages. Instead, this is a prayer for God's will to be done now to be done presently, to be done on earth as we pray. It is a deep longing to see all men give their sincere obedience to the king. The day will come when God's commands will be perfectly followed with complete ease and without any opposition by evil. But until that day, we are to pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is to be our prayer daily. It is to seek the will of God in all of uh, the affairs of life. The, the, the gift of God's grace in Christ does not free us from, from obedience. But it gives us the motivation for obedience to the will of God. Right? We, we are to, to see... In other words, to put it simply, the grace of God does not make us free to sin, but it frees us from sin, right? It frees us from sin in the sense that we are now delighting to obey him. We are not obeying him just out of duty, but we delight to obey him because he is worthy. The gospel, the, the gospel compels us to be obedient, uh, uh, to submit to God's, to God's will. As the children of God, we must live with, a, with the consciousness of obediently following our king's commands, living righteously and godly in the present evil age until we put off all sin in his presence. And notice, um, as we look at the, this, these words, notice what this says about God's will. He says, let it be done, right? Let your will be done. In other words, let it prevail. Let, let the Lord have his way. Have your way, Lord. The, the, the language of this petition uh, calls upon the Lord to work 
in his might to bring about his kingdom and his will. It reveals our own inadequacy in doing the will of God. We are, we are confronted daily with our weakness and proneness to wander from God's will. So we call upon the Lord to, to so work in our lives and in our churches and in the world that his, his will be displayed with the magnificent brilliance. We want the Lord to be, to be glorified in us, in, in, in us, in the church, and in the world. Uh, and I want us to see that in those three considerations, what we, what we mean when we pray, let it be done. Let your will be done. First of all, we mean um, that it be done in me personally, right? Uh, don't look at me as an yes, be done in the pastor's life. Uh, when I, I'm saying me, I mean personally, even in you, right? In, in me personally, in the church, and in the world. So uh, those three categories, right? When we pray for the Lord's will to be done, we're praying that the Lord be done personally in our lives, in the church as well, and in the world. Let us consider them. In me, D.A. Carson, um, on, on his exposition of this text, offers two critical responsibilities that we are committing ourselves to when we pray this prayer. First of all, we are committing ourselves to learning all we can about his will. We want to learn all we can about his will. This means sustained and humble study of the scriptures. Studying the scriptures. In other words, here's a thing that we need to know. God has revealed his will clearly in the word, right? We, we, we shouldn't wait for a dream or a, a voice to, to know about the will of God. For, for us to know the will of God clearly, we should go into the scriptures. Consider what Romans chapter 12 says. Romans chapter 12, verse, verse 2. He he calls us, he says in verse 1, let me read verse 1. He says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. I appeal to you to, to present your life sacrificially to God, to, to live in such a way that God is honored before him. And verse 2, he continues to say, do not be molded by the world, right? But, but be conformed to God. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. When we, we, we renew our mind, we renew our mind, we transform our mind through the word of God. God has given us the word of God to renew our minds, to transform our minds. That's what he prayed, right? Our Lord, when he prayed the high priestly prayer in John chapter 17, 17, sanctify them in your word, for your word is truth. So, 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 so what we do here, we, 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 we are transformed by the renewal of our minds, that by testing, we may discern what is the will of God. 
right? We may discern what is the will of God. And, and listen how he describes the will of God. There are no three wills of God that he's explaining here, but he's explaining the character of, 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 of the, the will of God. He says it is a good will. It is, it is acceptable and it is perfect. Just think about God's will. God's will for us, as God speaks to us, as God uh, uh, leads us, when we think about his will, at every point of life, we think about a, a good, acceptable, and perfect will. Right? So we need to spend time in the scriptures first and foremost. You will not find God's written will in the sky, but, but it is recorded in the pages of the Bible to read, to, to study, to memorize, and, and meditate upon. The, the, the second responsibility makes the first more personal. D.A. Carson says, if my, heart, if my heart hunger is that God's will be done, then praying this prayer is also my pledge that so help me God, by his grace I will do his will as much as I know it. So we, 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 we study um, the word of God to discover the will of God, right? When we know what the will of God, what do we do? We move on now to do the will of God. We, we want to do it. We want to walk in it. This, is, this prayer is not a ritual prayer, but a deep commitment to be obedient to the Lord's will. I, I wonder um, about you even, even now. Are you serious about obeying the Lord? Are you serious about that? A lot of times when we, when we uh, make decisions and, and take choices in lives, we, 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 we neglect to ask does this honor God? We, we do things at the end of the day that we find ourselves being a bad witness at work. We become involved in, 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 in things that are not supposed to be done at work. We become involved in corruption, corruption cases. You know, we, we, we become involved in, in, in speeches and talks that, that we are not too supposed to be involved in. We, 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 we become involved in, in saying jokes that we are not to even say. We, we, we say all these things, but at the end of the day, there's never a voice or a question in us that says, does this honor God? Does this regard God as holy? Right? We, we, we don't ask ourselves these things. We go on uh, uh, flippantly in life without even considering God. We must ask ourselves uh, about the will of God. Right? First of all, we pray about the will of God in us personally. Right? Secondly, we pray about the will of God in the church. We are also praying for God's will to be done by the body of Christ. We, we recognize that the church is made up of weak people just like us, uh, people that need a constant supply of God's grace so that we may stay on course. We, so we pray for the church to walk in the will of God, to be sensitive to the divine mandates upon us, to, to walk in purity and unity, to, to be a display of God's glory in the community, to be a salt and light in the world. We, we want the church to reflect the heart of Christ to the world, right? The, the, the church should be a reflection of the heart of Christ. It's unfortunate when you look at churches and, and all that they are doing is that there are politics in the church. 
There are divisions in the church. There are all these kinds of conflicts that are, are, are destroying the body of Christ because they are not concerned about the will of God. You don't find people that are in conflict approaching the Lord and saying, Lord, have your way. That is why Paul looks at these two women in, in Philippians that are in conflict with one another. These two women loved the Lord. They, they loved the Lord. Paul even, even testifies about them. He says these women, uh, uh, they, they love the Lord. Syntyche and, 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 and Eunice, I think. Uh, he says they love the Lord. They, they were committed. They, they were in the work. They were in the work. But then there was a point where they just clashed. But instead of saying, the word of God has something to say about this. The word of God addresses this. The word of God calls us to love one another. To forgive one another. To carry each other's burdens. They responded, not with the will of God, but with the will of self. And the will of self, when, when there's a conflict, you can see that there's a will of self. Right? Because the will of self it says, I am not being honored as I'm supposed to be honored. That's why when people fight, they say, you don't know me. Because they want their will to be done. Not God's will to be done. So we must pray for the church. In order for the church to be united as we are supposed to be united. In order for the church not to be divided across racial lines. In order for the church to be divided across, not to, for the church to be cross, divided across social lines and all those kind of things. We must seek above all the will of God. We are to pray faithfully before God. Pray regularly for one another in the body that we might walk in the will of God. I mean, just if, if you are in conflict with someone, you, you can never pray for them, right? You, you can never pray good for them. You do not have a heart that seeks their good. In fact, when they get in trouble, there's a, even if it's a small part that, that rejoices, that is dishonoring to God. If we are in conflict with one another, let us approach each other in love. Speak the truth in love. Right? Pray with each other. If we can't solve the conflict together, let us involve other people and say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. We, we just want to honor God, but self is just interfering. And we just want to honor Christ. We want the will of God to prevail, to be done. So we pray for that. We pray for the will of God to be done in us personally, in the church, and lastly, in the world. In this sense, when we are praying for God's will to be, to, to, to be done or to take place throughout the nations, to take place in the world, we, 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 we pray looking at the affairs of, that, that are, are, are taking place in our nation. Like I said, New York and the, the celebration of abortion and the murdering of innocent babies. We, we think about our, our neighbors, uh, uh, Zimbabwe, we, 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 and, and looking at the developing situations in Zimbabwe, the, 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 the political madness that is happening, we, we, we pray with heavy hearts, right? We, we pray that, that God intervene, let your will be done. 
we, 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 we look at our nation and, and the divisions that are, are, are there, all, all those racial divisions and, 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 and political divisions that are, are prevailing in our nation. We look at the, 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 the corruptions that keep coming and, and surfacing as we, we listen to the news and as we, 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 we continue in all life, we see how this, these, these politicians are, are going haywire, right? Uh, they, they, are, they are rogue. All of them are rogue. So we pray for God's will to be done. And we pray so because we trust God. Think about Proverbs. Proverbs says that the, the heart of the king is like channels of water in the hands of the Lord, and he turns it wherever he wishes. We pray for the world. But we don't only do that. We also become citizens with an aim of, of doing good to our neighbors, an aim of praying for our enemies, an aim of loving those who do not love us back, an aim of, of, of making sure that Christ is, is, is being seen in all the world, an aim of being a testimony to the watching world. It's really, it's really sad to, to be a Christian and, and to be known as a quarrelsome person in, in the world. To, to be a Christian, to, to be known as a person who's given to anger. To, to be a Christian, to be known as a person who treats waiters like they are not people. As a person who treats people, uh, um, uh, people in shops as if they, they are not human beings. To want to, 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 to people to, 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 to respect you when you're not respecting people. It is a shame to be a Christian when you're not shining your light before men. When we pray, your will be done. It's not just a a small sentence, but it is a sentence that is packed with implications upon our lives and the way we live our lives. And may the will of God be done as we live our lives. Lord, we, we thank you.